Welcome in to the Inside the NFL Prospects podcast series. I'm Jack Borowski, joined here alongside my co-host Brian Sternberg. On this episode, we are fortunate to have on Michael Carter. Michael is a starting running back for the North Carolina Tar Heels and returns as one of the top running backs in the entire country. Michael, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Start, Michael. We saw your progression last season. First year, 1,000 yards rushing. Return as one of the top running backs in the country. What are your goals for next season? To win a championship, really. That's my number one. Because when you win, everybody gets what they want. Michael, ACC, very competitive conference. A lot of tough teams. You have a very tough schedule next season. What do you think this North Carolina football team has to do to win the ACC? Uh, we got to play as a team, play a four-quarter games, you know, and we got to not turn the ball over. That's the biggest thing. Michael, in particular, what have you been working on this offseason to put yourself in position to help the Tar Heels reach their goal? Uh, yeah, for me personally, it's been uh, top end speed, just being able to, you know, hit the home run when it's time to. So just me personally, just that's what I've been really working on. Michael, you have one of the most promising and talented quarterbacks in Sam Howell. What was it like playing with him last season, and what are you looking forward to playing with him next season? Yeah, it's been uh, really, really fun watching Sam grow up, like, in front of everybody. Um, um, just his talent, like, his pure talent, you know. And a lot of people don't know. Like, they don't see what he does, like, off the field. Like, he's, he's watching film. He probably watches film. Probably four or five hours a day. And that might be not giving him enough credit, you know, like every single day. He does it every single day. And that's where he had most of his success at because he doesn't blink when he hits the field. So um, next year, you know, I expect a lot out of him, just like he expects a lot out of himself. And, you know, I can't wait to see what he does. Talking about film study, how have your film studies uh, progressed over the course of your career and ability to break down film, just the amount of time you watch? How has that changed as you've progressed in college? Yeah, it's been, uh, I progressed a lot, to be honest, because in high school, you know, it was mostly just like, well, we're going to learn the plays and, and like an overall, you know, like an overall and like a big picture. But when you get to college, it, it, it can't be that because film is such an edge that you can get, you can get such an edge like by watching film, you know, so now it's progressed into like watching week, like watching week to week, you know, our matchups, typically linebackers, you know, linebackers, safeties, um, defensive ends, you know, watching how the defensive line plays, how the linebackers play, you know, if they play fast, you know, their, their rush moves and things like that. So you can be prepared for anything throughout the game. Cause sometimes, you know, stuff you see in films, you might not, you might not, um, they might have ran something two years ago that they got planned for you this week. And if you watch the film, you might be able to pick up on that and have a plan going into the game. So and that's like, that's the biggest thing I've learned from, from like high school to now, you know, and watching film, you can learn so much. And really, really, it's so much, so much talent physically, but not everybody is willing to take that time and get the mental advantage. And Michael, North Carolina last season finished the season on a high note, winning the last three games, including defeating Temple in the military bowl. It's a very strong game. How are you using that performance to boost your confidence for next season? Yeah, it was it was um it was good to end on a it was great to end on a on a high note like that because 
Temple's a really good team that we played. They had some guys get drafted really early, and um, you know that's like that's like a really good football team. And it was there was a tough team, and they were uh, a good, a really good chance for us to end the season, see if we can end the season on the right note. And it was it was a fun game, and it was full of it was a fun trip. You know, it was really team bonding trip because that was like my first my first bowl game since I've been in college. So I've been missing out on that experience, and a lot of my teammates have too. So. And like a bowl, like a weekend at a bowl game with your whole team is like really fun. Like we get to spend Christmas with each other, and that's something that a lot of teams don't get to go through together and build that chemistry. And I think plus the win, you know, we come into next season with a lot of momentum, and we can do whatever we want. Speaking of being together, your teammates' activities such as bowl bowl weekends are unique, but in general. How would you describe the football culture and bond that you guys have at North Carolina? Yeah, it's really, really, you know, you see like some places, it, I won't say any names, but you can kind of tell it's just all business there, you know, and the kids don't really have like a lot of fun and they don't really like it. To, they don't enjoy their time in college. And, but like in North Carolina, it's really like a family atmosphere, even from when you recruit in. Like, and even the guys that don't go there, they can say that. Like it, it's really, a, a friendly atmosphere. It's a really a family atmosphere. Everybody I know, Carolina on our football team, you know, like over time, we've like jailed into a relationship that we can call each other brothers. And we we really feel like we would really do anything for each other. And I think that's why we play so hard on the field. Like when it lose, like even since I've gotten there in 2017, we fight. And like, that's one thing we're always going to do. So, and I think you can see that and you're not going to fight for, you know, someone you don't know that well, you know, you really only going to fight for your most. Relationships, having strong relationships with your teammates is very important, not only on the field, but also off the field. Uh, how much of an emphasis does this North Carolina football team put on having strong relationships? Yeah, it's huge because relationships are really everything on and off the field, whether you, um, whether you're on the field and y'all, y'all need chemistry or whether you're off the field and you're trying to make a business deal. You know, relationship is, is huge. So I think our, our our football team and even like our whole program, our sports programs all preach, you know, relationships, having good relationships and maintaining. At North Carolina, Michael, get to play under coach Mac Brown, one of the most historically successful coaches that we've seen at the collegiate level. I know he hasn't been there for that long, but what's it been like playing under coach Mac Brown? Yeah, since day one, he's been so fun. Like, I think knowing and for watching us, he saw that one thing we wasn't doing was having as much fun as we should have because at the end of the day, football is a game, you know, and games are supposed to be fun. So he's a firm believer in that, and y'all see him dancing all over the internet. Like, that's how he really is. Like, he dances all the time. Like, we start our team meetings with dance-offs, and it's really like, it might seem like a silly thing, but it really, it loosens everybody up, and Everybody can really just enjoy themselves and play the game. And when you're having fun, you play better. And Michael, coming in freshman season, every single freshman needs to get adjusted to the speed of the game, the playbook, whatever that may be. Was there anyone that uh, kind of helped you uh, take that next step? Yeah. Um, when I first got there, it was it was like such a crazy story because I remember. We had my my freshman year. I I enrolled in January, and two day Logan left. 
that year I got there. Elijah Hood left the year I got there, and Chris Francis left the year I got there. So that's three running backs all gone, which is, like, not very, you know, common. But so, like, left in the room, it was me and then this um, redshirt freshman named Jordan Brown. And he went. He ended up grad transferring to Kansas State for his last season. But it was really just me and him against everybody, you know. We're in a, in a, in a space where he could have turned his back on me and been like, well, it's going to be you on your own. I didn't really know anything. Jordan really took me in and, like, really showed me the ropes of college. And like him, along with, you know, uh, Andre Smith for the Panthers, and, um, uh, another teammate named Will, Will Smith, William Sweet. William Sweet, I'm sorry. Like, them dudes, they knew I was from Florida. They were from Florida. So it was just another thing where they just helped me. You know, they took me under their wing and they helped me go. Michael, what went into that initial decision to play at North Carolina? Yeah, it was a combination of really of like, I wanted to leave a place with a, a reasonable degree, you know, like a degree that had a way. And the opportunity to play early, like I said earlier, it was just me and Jordan Brown when I got there. So I was kind of, threw, I threw myself into the fire in a way, you know. And I felt like I that was a good situation for me at the time. Michael, what was your expectation uh, talking about like playing time going into your freshman season? Yeah, well, uh, Larry Fedora, who was there at the time, he recruited me and was pretty much, you know, he told me I'm going to have to play. I'm going to have to because I was the only, Jordan Brown was the only running back at the time there on scholarship. It was really, it was that thin because we lost three in one year. So, because everybody anticipated Elijah Hood staying. But he didn't. So, which, I mean, he made the right decision for him. But at the end of the day, it was I felt like it was a good opportunity for me to, you know, step up and show what I was made of. Do you have a memory, Michael, though, early on? Because you're going from high school, now you're playing top-tier players in the ACC, where you realize, all right, this isn't high school anymore. These are legit D1 players I'm going up against. Yeah, I mean, it was really the first game where we played Cal in a – I it was I was I watched the Thursday game, and I think it was I was watching, and it was like um, J.K. Dobbins was a true freshman too, and um, I I didn't know him though, I was just like dang like true freshman you know, on Thursday, and I watched the Friday game like in our hotel, and my friend Chase Hayden was on from Arkansas, and he ended up having a hundred yard game too, so I was like man like I'm not just gonna be the key, since nobody's done it on Saturday yet, so I was a uh, I had, I had like 95 yards or something like that. But I was, it was just like, well, watching them, it was like, well, I can't wait to do that because I haven't done it yet. They got to do it before me. And then Saturday, uh, I felt like I had uh, the opportunity of a lifetime in front of me. And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't nervous or anything. It was just like a bunch of adrenaline. And it was like an out-of-body experience. Like, it was like really important to me to get out there and play in front of everybody, all those people. Michael, you had a great freshman season. You led the team in uh, rushing touchdowns, but you scored five times in the first four games. Uh, not many running backs can say that they had that streak. Did that give you um, a boost of confidence? Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, I can score against, you know, any team. And so, I mean, like, even having that confidence from the beginning, I was scoring, right, I was scoring like every game, like, for the first few games. It just felt it felt so like normal because I had been doing it in high school, but it felt better because it was you know just the next level. You know? 
So I felt I I gained some like immediate confidence from that. What was that feeling that we know you scored a lot early on, but what was the feeling like when you scored your first touchdown? Oh uh, yeah, it was under review, so I didn't really just like get to turn up and celebrate. But uh, I w- it was because I had I really should have dived. I kind of like stopped on some like scary stuff, but uh, I I ended up scoring. But my first touchdown was not really like memorable. I think it was more my second one when I, I took an option pitch from Chas Rat, who's a linebacker now, and uh, dove into the end zone. And I knew I was in that time, so. I was just, that was more that felt more like my first touchdown than the actual first one did. Michael, every player deals with adversity. Uh, freshman season, you missed the game due to injury. How has dealing with that adversity made you a better player, not only on the field but a um, better player off the field? Yeah, because uh, definitely going into it was my second year, I had missed three games. I think I missed well, I was supposed to miss, but I only missed two because they canceled our UCF game because of a hurricane. So I missed the first two games and I was just, I had broken in camp. I had broken in camp and I was really excited to play that year. I was really like having a good camp. I had a good spring and I was just ready to play ball and we was, we were supposed to be pretty good and things just kind of started falling apart in training camp. But I think like coming back from the injury and going straight into the Miami game at Hard Rock Stadium, I was just really happy to be back in my home state and just, I felt so appreciative for the game because I had, had it taken away from me. And it kind of sounds like a cliche answer, but you don't really know what you have until it's gone or until it's taken from you. But I think like when you get the game taken away from you and it comes back, you get the opportunity to play again. It kind of, it kind of, you know, does its due diligence and, you know, you have a new appreciation for it. We know you get to play and a lot of, amazing atmospheres but in particular what's it like playing at your home stadium I mean, can you tell us a little bit about what's a typical game day like for you yeah um it's like so crazy because it's just like we have some like we have the best fans we really do like we just won the poll on twitter but <laughs> we uh we really um hey take it to the game day we we eat breakfast you know we get to the stadium um, we do like our little um, walk when we shake the fans' hands. We go in and then from there, it's really just I'm listening to music the whole time. But uh, up until game day, I mean, like, up until like game time, it's like just warming up, people filling in, and all the other sports teams are on the sideline. Like all up here, you know, we get to see them before the game. You know, they come to see up. Basketball team, baseball team, soccer team, whoever's out there, you know, they just they're just happy to see us play, and you know. They're thankful for what we do, but, you know, at the same time, we're thankful for, you know, what they do for the school. And then up until game time, it's, it's so much fun, like, hanging out with your teammates and just getting ready to play. And, Michael, North Carolina not only being a great football program, but a top-tier school. Obviously, end goal is NFL, but once your football career is over, do you have any aspirations? Yeah, I mean, like, me and my brother have a brand, you know, starting right now. So we just hope to continue that. It's called C3 Sports at C3 Sports on uh, Twitter. And we'll make sure to go follow there. And in addition to the idea of that, the career aspirations, what have you been studying in school to try and get you to where you want to be? Yeah, uh, I, right now my major is uh, sport administration um, with a like focus on marketing. So, um. It's been it's been just like I've learned so much 
just stuff I didn't know. Like I, I had an idea. I thought I had an idea of what marketing really was. You know, but I don't know. It's totally different, and it's more of what I need than what I thought it was going to be. So I'm really I'm, I'm thankful for that. Michael, we know the future. There's a lot of potential uh, on this North Carolina football team. But is there um, an underclassman that hasn't gotten the media attention yet, but has stood out to you as someone who should be on drag radars pretty soon? Yeah, um, Javante Williams, the other running back in our backfield, obviously. He had he had a thousand all-purpose yards or a thousand yards from scrimmage last year. He don't really get enough credit for what he's done because he doesn't have Twitter or Instagram or anything, you know. So he don't he don't post anything. He just he lays low and keeps good grades. <laughs> and then uh uh let me think who else though. Um and Bo Corrales too, another receiver we have. Really great player and he just he he just he's a humble he's a humble guy, so he doesn't really, you know, pound on his chest at all. But those are two really good players that off the top of my mind right now that have the potential to play the next level at a high level. At UNC, in addition to the young guys, a lot of talent there. You have a, one of the best defenses in the country. You mentioned Surratt earlier, but just as a whole, how do you think going up against top-tier opponents in practice week in and week out has helped your development as a player? Yeah, just uh, spe- specifically talking about, like, uh, you know, I know he's the best linebacker in the nation, so, you know, I go toe-to-toe with him in practice every day, so I wouldn't have confidence on Saturday to go against you know, someone who's not maybe not with Chaz is, you know, uh, we go we see him every week. So And Michael, is there a game next season that you uh that you're looking forward to playing in? Uh yeah, two. Um UCF because I'm from Florida again. And like all my family will be able to come to that game and in Auburn because one of my best friends from back home, he played for Auburn, he didn't start the center. So those two games are really exciting for me. Hypothetical question, Michael. If you could be trained by one player currently in the NFL or retired, who would it be and why? Uh, I'll say either I'll say either uh, Barry Sanders or Thomas because Barry Sanders has the best feet the game has ever seen, and with Dan Thompson because he is probably the most complete running back of all time. So either one of those two guys for me. Michael, what would you want GMs, scouts, future teammates, future coaches to know about uh, Michael Carter, who they're getting in the locker room and who they're getting off the field? I feel like I'm a, I'm a respectful, you know, respectful. You don't have to worry about me because I don't get in trouble. I don't do anything, you know, unlawful, you know. I just mind my business and uh, I work and I work hard. and. I do whatever it takes to, you know, you know, have the team win, whether it's on the field or off the field, high character. And I feel like I'm just you don't have to worry about me. You know, some guys have like high character issues and I'm just not one of those guys. Michael, for our last question, for any rising high school football player, what is the best piece of advice you could give to them? Yeah, a lot of guys feel like they need you know, they need to have an offers right away. If they don't like they stress about that type of thing. They don't. They really shouldn't because 
Like my my teammate Javante Williams, he didn't have any offers until the last game at the state championship. You know, so I think it's really just trust the process and don't don't let it get to you if you don't have any offers right away, and just keep working. And if you don't, at the end, there's options. You know, you can always walk on, or you can always you know go to junior college or do whatever you do whatever you feel like the best decision for you. So just you know work and play both sides of the ball. <laughs> That was Michael Carter with the UNC Tar Heels. We really appreciate your time and best of luck next season. Thank you. Thank you.